more with your host, Pastor Richard Dietering on Wham. Pastor Rick will be joining you momentarily, but once again, in the meantime, I am Derek Stone with another moment on sports. The Detroit Tigers defeated the Kansas City Royals 4-2 this past Wednesday. Tigers first baseman Miguel Cabrera recorded a pair of run-scoring singles and moved into 43rd on professional baseball's all-time hits list with 2,878. He plated Jonathan Scope in the third inning and Jamer Candelario two innings later. Detroit center fielder Jacoby Jones singled to send home Nico Goodrum in the second inning and Candelario doubled to score Robbie Grossman in the fifth inning. Tigers starting pitcher Casey Mize allowed two runs on three hits while registering four strikeouts and two walks in six innings of work. Mice threw 55 out of his 96 pitches for strikes. Now here's your Moment of Clarity host, Pastor Rick Dietering. And we're back. We're talking about Israel. Mark Twain once asked the question, how is it that Israel, the nation of Israel, the, the people of Israel still exist? And he asked that even before 1948. How, how does Israel still exist? We're talking about the attacks that's been going on Israel, but it's not something new. Israel's been under attack since it became a nation under the Abrahamic covenant. There are those who would argue that Israel's not a relation. Israel is a religion. It is not. A number of them share a common faith, just as the number of people in Saudi Arabia share a common faith, but it doesn't mean that... uh, Saudi Arabia is a religion. Israel is a nation, and it's a nation rightfully so. It's a nation that has boundaries and borders, and like every nation, some of those borders, or I should say every nation, but like most nations, those borders uh, were developed by, by conquest or sometimes through protection, as what happened in the Seven Day War with Israel, where when they were attacked, they had to get protective boundaries. The Palestinians argue that they were they were thrown out of their homes and their homes destroyed when England made Israel a nation. Now, I'd like to point out that most of the PLO lived in Jordan, not Israel. And they were actually quite happy there until the PLO decided to put a hit out on King Hussein of Jordan and King Hussein kicked them out of Jordan. Jordan didn't want them. Then they went to Lebanon, and guess what? The Palestinians tried to take over Lebanon, and the Lebanese didn't want them, so they kicked them out. But when they go in there and start disrupting things in the middle of Israel, and Israel says no and tries to kick them out, they're considered evil. How does Israel exist today since they've been under attack since the very founding of, of the Abrahamic covenant? Ask yourself that. Where, where are the Hyksos of ancient Egypt? Where, where are the ancient Egyptians with their belief systems and everything else? Where are the Babylonians? Where are the Assyrians? They're all gone. They're, they're dust. They're, they, they rose to power and faded away. How does the nation of Israel exist today still? if not by divine intervention. Those are the words I was looking for, yep. I mean, really, their language has been saved. 
over all these eons with languages that go out of existence every year. One of the oldest Semitic languages we have today that, that ever existed still exists. You have to take a look. And I, I'm telling you, folks, spend some time reading the book of Ezekiel because we have something coming up, Battle of Gog and Magog, where you're going to see the hand of God getting involved and, and we're all going to sit there and say, yeah, God did that. Israel exists only because God wishes them to exist. It is God has a, a plan for them. It is such a stunning fulfillment of prophecy in the Old Testament that it's just incredible that it hasn't caused massive conversion. If anybody knew what the Bible said about Israel being, you know, reconstituted in the end days, and yeah. then I mean, Christians for centuries wondered what these prophecies could mean because they had to work around them and say, well, that must be a spiritual Israel because they ain't coming back. And they're not coming back. Yeah. And so they get jumped into to what's uh, called replacement theology. So right. we're going to say, uh, actually, is the church is the new Israel because they, well, no temple, no, no, no Israel to speak of, no country, no nation. What do we do? Well, it must be spiritual, right? Yeah. Wrong. D.L. Moody was who argued as somebody who believed in a millennium and believed in a rapture and believed in a tribulation period and believed the accounts in the book of Revelation, um, some of the some of the awe mills and some of those who do not believe in millennium and some that were post mills thinking that the millennium happened a long time ago, asked, asked him, well, what do you do about Israel? And Moody said, I'll let God deal with Israel. I just know what he's saying in his word, <laughs> you know? Yeah. He took the word at its word. He took and so the word at his word. There, he knew that there'd be an Israel coming along. I'm just saying that if anybody is educated at all and understands biblical prophecy, we have so many movies, The Omen, you know, all these movies that talk about obscure prophecies or Nostradamus and obscure words and Gene Dixon. No, we have a sure word in the Bible that says there will be and looking forward, there will be a reconstituted nation of Israel. And here we see it. If you don't look at that and say, well, then I guess the rest of the Bible must be right. Then you're not giving it a lot of thought process. I just want the people out there that are like the Omars and the Talibs and those who support Omars and the Talibs and the far left of the Democrat Party. I want you just to remember this. And I want you to think long and hard about this. Really. Long and hard about this. You're asking a lot. I know I am. But remember what the Lord said to Abraham. Those who bless you will be blessed, and those who curse you will be cursed. Folks, you may not, you might want to reconsider what the Bible has to say about that and the validity of the Bible, because you're playing with fire. I'm telling you, you're playing with fire if you're taking an anti-Semitic view. Um, that's all I can say. And what's happening to Israel right now, we need, not because... Now get this, I'm going to say this not because I'm a Christian pastor that supports Israel because of my faith. I'm saying that we have got to support Israel because they are a sovereign country. Guess who is not a sovereign country? That's the PLO. They don't have a country. They're not a sovereign country, but Israel is, and they're our, our allies. And we need to support them because they are our allies, if for no other reason. Walter, you're on the line. How you doing, brother? Hello, brothers. Hey, man. Oh, you guys are phenomenal. 
And uh, contrary to popular belief, I really learned a lot from you guys. But uh, Me too. I, want inject, I want to inject my opinion about this Israeli-Palestinian uh, conflict. Here we go again. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. Who fueled this fire? The person known as the second coming of Barack Insane Osama Obama, Joe Obama. <laughs> That's right. Get them Q-tips out of your ears. I said it loud and clear. You're not hearing things. That's right, audience. Let me say it again. Joe Obama. Let's face it. <laughs> Sounds too much like your mama. I said Joe Obama. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Translation. Every the Palestinians seen this coming because they were sitting in their houses across the world in their governmental authorities and leadership hoping that Joe Osama bin Biden gets in office. What happens when the dirty Democrat gets takes office in the US of A? He starts giving it, Hamas money right away. And also they fuel the flames of hatred toward Israel. Just the thought that they get in office, and before office, they get in office. This did not happen. I'm surprised you guys didn't bring it up, man, as intelligent as you guys are. And and uh, insight, great insight you guys have. You should have mentioned that this didn't happen under Trump. You remember? Yeah. Well, give us a little, give us a moment because I wanted to bring up the fact that Joe Biden's uh, national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, uh, found it appropriate, this is according to the Jewish World Review, an article, to phone his Israeli counterpart and read him the riot act. And in the course of their conversation, Sullivan parroted the libelous narrative being spewed by Hamas and the Palestinian Authority and Fatah, which blames Israel for the premeditated violence that Arabs instructed by Hamas are perpetrating against Israel and Israeli Jews. So basically... The, the the Hamas guys, the Arabs, they riot and they're they're lynching and they're attacking Jews and they're they're throwing rocks at doctors in the uh, hospital room or working on it. This is really underreported and really bad news of what was going on against Jews in their own country. Yep. And then yeah, and then the Biden administration comes back and says, You guys need to put a stop to this, you Israelis attacking Arabs. It's like what? And so that's that's what's promoting this activity. Joe Obama, Joe Obama did not mean one word he said. By the way, he has been the biggest liar next to Obama since Adam and Eve was created. This man is a continuous, addictive serial liar. He's a fraud, fake, and a phony. That's right, Joe Obama. I hope you're listening. This He's a plagiarist. Did not, he did not mean one word he said about. Israel has the right to protect me. He didn't mean that. We did not. I, you know what? That real, Walter, just real quick on that. I have, I, I have no doubt that you're right on that, that he did not believe that for a second. I think he was saying that just be political and everything else. But I'm hoping he will stand by that through this all while people like AOC and Tlaib and Omar put pressure on him to side with Hamas fully, even though he's funding Hamas. Um, what we need to stop. Remember this the article. Article, the end of this article says the official readout of Biden's national security advisor concluded by mentioning that Sullivan, quote, expressed the administration's commitment 
to Israel's security. The article ends, a bit more commitment like this and Israel will in short order find itself fighting a regional war. Yep. Hey, I want to uh, see, I agree with that. the way I take Joe Obama serious, guys, if he gets up before the world and quote Psalms 122.6, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for God, they shall prosper that love thee. By the way, let me say this real quick. A lot of blacks and uh, what these other churches that we call them, the, uh, uh, oh my goodness, you're talking about environmental racism, black activism. There's a lot of black churches, and I'm pretty sure a lot of white ones and other races, who love that Bible, but they can't stand Israel. Yeah, I, really believe I that. can't figure yeah. that one out. They, I cannot uh, figure they, that one out. And that's, that's right, that's a contradiction, but they love that Bible. But I, some of the things I hear them saying about Jews, and I'm going to say this. If you're a Jew listening to me, if you vote for a dirty Democrat, you're the dumbest Jew I ever heard of. That's right. I said it, and I didn't mean that racially. You are stuck okay. on the sense of stupidity. You know, and, and thanks for your call, Walter. Um, yeah, go ahead, Phil. I just wanted to say, uh, you know, they made a lot of, um, of, 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 uh, uh, of advantage of uh, saying that President Trump was it was not a legitimate president, but isn't uh, the leader of the palace uh, the Palestinians? Isn't he way overdue for an election? <laughs> uh, who knows? I, I, I've got a comment on something. Only and no one would know this except for Ed. And Ed Ed thought he called me on something. As you know, I'm not a big fan of Coca Cola. I stopped buying Coca Cola. Uh, and Coca-Cola is the woke company. Coca-Cola is telling people what color they need to be, um, regardless of how they were born. And so I'm sitting here. You can't really tell this across this, but this is actually grape in this, or actually black cherry. It's black cherry. Um, I just used this bottle because I figured one one of these 1.25 liters is the right size for this show. And it's actually... A soda that my wife made with me using a soda stream, mm -hmm. and uh, I, and the reason this is this this is important. Now get this: guess where Soda Stream is made? Israel. Israel. It's an Israeli com company. So I, I'm not drinking Coca Cola. I'm okay. using a, a, an old Coca Cola, an old Coca Cola bottle, just because uh, it's what I, normally gets me through this. But it's a it's a Soda Stream. And and that's, and it's good. I like it. Is it carbonated? Well, you, that's that's you, what it yes. does. Yes, that's okay. what soda. What you do, and you put the flavor in afterwards. You mm -hmm. don't want to do it beforehand because it just gets all over everything. It, it, it's it's not pretty. All right. So you carbonate the water, then you add in the flavor, and it automatically mixes. And uh, next thing you know, is you have you know black cherry, or or you can even get uh, a. a a cola, a diet cola. Uh, you can get a, a Mr. or Dr. Pepper type thing. You but yeah, it's made in Israel, folks. And uh, if you want to support Israel and you don't want to support Walker Cola, um, buy a soda stream. Get a and soda you can, stream. You can avoid high fructose corn syrup that way. You can make your own yes. all natural soda. That's good. Hey, yeah. you know, two things that happened the retaliation of Israel. To these attacks by Gaza is called the Guardians of the Wall. I think that's what it's called, Guardians of the Wall. That's that's what they're calling their campaign. And two interesting things happened. One of them is, I don't know if you mentioned it already or we talked about it off air, the Associated Press and Al Jazeera. 
Yeah, you- we talked off by air. They, they're in one of the uh, buildings that were targeted in, in Gaza by Israel. So, so Israel targeted fake news and blew up their building because they were also housing Gaza uh, militant elements. But they gave them fair warning. They gave them notice, hey, uh, you want to evacuate that building because it's not going to be there in a little bit. But the other cute trick that you, they, talking of fake news, Israel pretty much put out the word that there was going to be a full attack on Gaza by the Israeli ministry. They later backed down and said, oh, no, that must have been a mistranslation into the English, which it wasn't. But what did happen was, and they knew what happened, was that the Hamas military went into their incredible, uh, uh, very expensive $30 million of tunnels that they had put under Gaza and going into Israel. They had hid all their troops in there in preparation for the imminent attack. And then Israel targeted those entrances militarily and disastrously for the for the Hamas military in those tunnels. Bye-bye. Yep. Brilliant. Well, you can't you can't say that they're not brilliant military. They've been fighting their 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 whole existence. <laughs> they, they, yeah. But you've heard you've heard descriptions of military battles like during the Six Day War, the sixty seven war, the Yom Kippur War, of miraculous intervention where it's like that joke I remember hearing as, as as a kid, you know, during the '67 day war, where this uh, 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 Jordanian force was supposed to go over the hill because there were two, two. I mean, there was a, a lone Israeli soldier there, and they were supposed to go take him out. And they came back tattered, and they sent a larger group, and they came back tattered. Go back again. It was a furious battle, and then the survivor comes back, says, "It's a trap. It's a trap. There's two of them." And <laughs> yeah. But the fact of the matter is there'd be these dust storms that would pop up just at the yeah. most opportune time and befuddle the enemy. And a small contingent of Israeli armor would take out an overwhelming force. Over and over and over again. I was making this, I was trying to make this point and I didn't quite get to it. Uh, and that's because, well, I tend to just yammer sometimes. Uh, I want to talk about is Israel just because the nation of Israel is a nation, a lot of people argue it's a religion and religion isn't a country. Israel is its own nation. It has its boundaries. It's been recognized as, as a nation. And may I point out, when you look at Judaism, that in itself is not a single religion. You've got the conservatives. You've got the liberal. You've got the, you've got the uh, far, far right of, of of Israel, I'm not talking political. I'm talking theological. The, the, the ultra orthodox, the, the ultra orthodox. You you have the Jewish humanists um, that uh, really don't put much into the Torah at all. They all have just just like in every nation, they all have variants of, of beliefs and and unbeliefs. Um, you've got people in Israel like Israel Finkelstein of the humanist movement who who really would just give everything to Palestine if he could just because, well, he doesn't put any stock into his history. Then you have others that put stock into their history, just like over here. We got people who put stock into our history. We got other people that would rather destroy it. You can't say Israel doesn't deserve to exist just because out of it came a faith. I want to, I want to say that again. Out of it came a faith. You can't deny them. You cannot deny them their their statehood. 
just because they don't have the same religious view as you, as a majority. Any more than you could deny uh, Saudi Arabia just because they generally have a different faith than most of the people in this country. So attacking them because of their religion, in, in my view, and it should be the world view, would be a huge mistake. And it would be a huge sacrifice of human rights to attack somebody just because of their religion. And yet, that's what actually Israel is being attacked for. It's because out of it came two major religions, Judaism and Christianity. Mm-hmm. And the people around them don't like it. Interestingly enough, when people attack Israel and they say, oh, it's a theocracy state. No, it isn't a theocracy state. Not at all. And the the Arabs, there are Arab citizens of Israel that have more freedoms and rights than than the militants in Gaza do. Yeah. Uh, Good example. If you're an Israeli citizen and consider yourself a Jew, you have a mandatory two years in service you have to give to the military. If you're an Arab, you don't have to. Amazing. Yeah, go ahead, Phil. Oh, yeah. I, uh, what about the uh, Ethiopians? Uh, what uh, particular religion uh, are most of those people? Because they sure have lifted a bunch of them in there. Well, yeah, they brought a lot of, during, uh, there are a lot of Ethiopians that were Jewish. There are a lot of them yeah. that are Christian. And yeah. under recent attacks uh, and takeover of Ethiopia, is starting to become a Muslim state in Ethiopia only because they were conquered. I don't see anybody anybody fighting for the freedom of the Ethiopian Jews and Christians right now because they were conquered. But, uh, but it goes most, of the, most of the Ethiopian Jews left Ethiopia and went back uh, as part of the Zion movement, went back to Israel. Yeah, and and to show you, I mean, they they uh, if you want to come to Israel, you can come there, and I mean, you're going into a, a hostile area, not from Israel, but from the, the neighbors. But you can get a chance at at a at a free country, uh, at a, a country that uh, that you know prizes, you know the uh, the the individual. Israel represents the freest nation, the freest thinking nation, the freest nation across the board. As, as Ed pointed out, there are people that within Israel that actually receive more freedoms than those that are Jewish within Israel mm-hmm. um, and, and more rights or uh, less pressure. It uh, doesn't mean if you're a resident in Israel, if you happen to be Arab, if you wanted to join the military, you, you can. Um, you're just not forced to. It's uh, it's a terrible thing that's going over there, and I wish the people that are very anti-Semitic and blaming all the problems of the world on the Jews, I want you to re- remember something. As you blame all the worlds of the Jewish people, or all the problems of the world on the Jewish people, may I point out they represent less than 1% of this world population, you know? And to try to blame economic strife and everything else on less than 1% of the people of this world is just, well, idiotic. And I want you to think about that. As we because were there, are people, there are people on each, both sides of the Republican and Democrat that are anti-Semitic and they have to really weigh this up. Go, go ahead, Ed. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, thank you. I was cutting you off. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, we've almost done. 
uh, as we were saying on my show earlier, this is there's spiritual influences here in this battle. There's there's more than meets the eye, right? Yep, absolutely is. Folks, that's the music. It's been fun. We'll talk to you next week on A Moment of Clarity. been listening to a moment of clarity on wham talk 1600 with your host pastor richard dietering be sure to tune in again next week right here on wham radio 